Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Alaska, a vast remote wilderness twice the size of Texas. You could walk for a year without seeing another person in one of the most mysterious corners of the globe. Everything in your being is telling you to get the hell out of there. This is a place hundreds of times more deadly than the Bermuda Triangle. Oh my God. Stories of alien abductions. That was definitely something not from this world. The paranormal, vanishing airplanes, and strange beasts. Bigfoot could be anywhere in Alaska hiding out. Have haunted those who dare set foot here. Who's that? Now I feel like something's after me. In the last 30 years, 16,000 people have disappeared without a trace. In the vastness of this country, it's easy to be swallowed up in it. Witnesses tell us their shocking stories. I was horrified. And we've gathered some of the world's leading experts in their field. I wanted to go out and get the evidence myself and say, this is real. This stuff exists. To try and unlock the mystery of the Alaska Triangle. Alaska is a land where the line between fact and legend is far from clear. It's alive with stories of strange creatures and mysterious beasts. A giant prehistoric bird known as the Thunderbird is said to rule the skies. Shapeshifters such as the Kushtaka and the evil Wendigo spread terror, and Bigfoot is rumored to have made his home in the thick forests. It seems to be a breeding ground for the paranormal. But some of the strangest sightings have been out at sea. What the heck is that? Oh, there's plenty of sea monster stories out there. People don't really quite know what's going on. It just had a really long neck and a really long tail. It was some type of dinosaur. And it's the waters around one island in the west of the Gulf of Alaska that hold the biggest mystery of all. Well, there's been a lot of stories from people around these parts. 
There's got to be stuff out there that we don't know about yet. This is Kodiak Island, and there's a growing body of evidence that something terrifying really is lurking in the depths here. The Gulf of Alaska is one of the most remote bodies of water on the planet. Its depths are almost totally unexplored. In fact, they're the ideal hiding place. It's really a perfect storm, a remote location with huge bodies of water. It's the ideal spot for species to go unnoticed for hundreds of years. But it's the waters around the island of Kodiak that hold the deepest secret. It's the second largest island in the U.S. But even for Alaska, this place is isolated. It's mountainous and heavily forested. And it's home to the biggest brown bear on the planet, the giant Kodiak bear. But it's also home to all manner of dark legends and paranormal occurrences. And it's the sea around the island that poses the greatest danger. Huge numbers die in the hazardous waters here every year. And some extraordinary things have been seen. Surfer Ryan Murdoch grew up on the island and has spent more time than most in the water. I've been surfing Kodiak for over 20 years now. I started when I was a teen in high school. It's a great place because you can really push yourself to explore what life has to offer without being part of the crowd. The fog and rain can drive some inside, but some of us, you know, we like to, to be outdoors and, and to challenge ourselves. One morning early in 2020, Ryan was out surfing with his friends. They were enjoying the unusually large waves just off Narrow Cape on the east of the island. Ryan's never going to forget what he encountered that day. When we went surfing that day, it was kind of a gloomy day like this. I had caught a wave and I was paddling back out to my friends and I noticed a big triangle emerge from the water. And it was approximately 10 to 12 feet tall and probably about 10 to 12 feet wide at the base, a blue or grayish color. It was bigger than any whale fin or anything that I had seen surfing before. I exclaimed to my friends, look behind you, and they turned around and they saw this thing looming behind them. And maybe a five seconds, 10 seconds passed and the thing dipped back into the water, you know, with, with a motion that I wouldn't attribute to a whale or a sea mammal. This was something that raised the alarms high enough that, okay, we're getting out of here as quick as possible. This was no inanimate object. This was some giant sea creature totally unknown to these experienced surfers. I've been in close encounters with sea lions and whales and any type of sea mammal you could name, but I had never seen anything like that before. But this wasn't the first time a mysterious sea creature has been reported in the waters of Kodiak Island. Far from it. In Kodiak Town are the offices of the local newspaper, the Kodiak Daily Mirror. And now the paper has a new publisher, Kevin Bumgarner. Kevin's recently moved up from Florida and is keen to get to the bottom of what's going on. 
Alaska does have more coastline than all the other states in the United States put together. And I think that creates the possibility to see things out of the norm. According to Kevin, the local people are convinced that there's a strange creature lurking in the depths. When the people of Kodiak talk about this, um, they're very serious. When people here tell me they've seen something, they've seen something. I don't think they're making that up. I don't think they're hallucinating. There is a lot of belief that there is something else out there. Recent sightings have led to Kevin looking deeper into the story. He's been reviewing past editions of the paper down in their archive, and he's astonished at what he's found. Reports of the monster go way back, and there's some pretty convincing evidence. Well, here is our 1969 edition where the sea monster was first reported. We actually got a sonar image of a sea monster. The sonar image was recorded from a fishing boat, and it appears to show a dinosaur-like creature walking or swimming along the undulating seabed 330 feet down. Visual proof here that something is or was in the waters off Kodiak. Evidence is now mounting that this mysterious legend from the Alaska Triangle is based on reality. And whatever monstrous creature is lurking in the deep, Kevin wants to find it. Do you see that? Keep watching. One size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, it's a it's a t-shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at bluenile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. 
Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Alaska is known as the last frontier, but it's the surrounding waters that hold some of the biggest mysteries. And on the island of Kodiak in the Gulf of Alaska, stories of a living sea monster are more than just talk. Visual proof here that something is or was in the waters off Kodiak. But it's not just Kodiak. There's strong evidence that strange sea creatures have been seen all along the southern coast of Alaska. In fact, age-old images of them can be found carved into rocks along the seashore. Cryptozoologist Lance Hightower has made a study of these rock carvings, also known as petroglyphs. Some of these petroglyphs in Alaska are hundreds, if not thousands of years old, and they depict drawings of some of these sea creatures. Is it possible that these creatures were seen by people of long ago? I think so. You have many local people around these shorelines seeing something and being horrified and terrified. So on that account, I do believe that the oceans hide secrets of these creatures. For the native communities, these images don't just represent historical sightings. Ancient carvings serve as warnings, having practical use, and are in fact a rich source of knowledge. For them, what sounds like legends are in fact real. This is something author and historian Andrew Goff has looked into. Native traditions are far more accurate than we give them credit for. They have no reason to embellish what they've seen. I think we need to look at what they're telling us and think twice about it being some fantastical story. It's probably closer to the truth than we realize. One of the native stories tells of a vicious, pointy-nosed sea creature called the Ganakadite. And in 2020, scientists came across this fossil on an island off the southeastern coast. It's an animal previously unknown to science, with an uncanny resemblance to the native sea monster. John Moran is a marine biologist from Juneau. It's a marine reptile with a pointy-type snout, 200 million years old. It's a pretty complete specimen. I think it's almost intact and articulated, except for maybe a little bit of the tail. It's uh, technically a sea monster, I guess. The newly discovered fossil could be a sign that there's truth behind the Gunakadite stories. The Gunakadite fossil is very interesting because we have very deep oceans, very mysterious, unexplored areas in which creatures like this could still be living. And if this creature has survived into modern times, then perhaps other, even larger creatures have too. Strange water creatures are common in global folklore, and the natural reaction is to call them monsters, and you can understand that. But really, they're just new species, and they probably have been here even longer than we have and entirely unknown species of large sea creatures are still being discovered in the seas of Alaska. They uh, recently discovered a new species of beaked whale, the black beaked whale, just within the last few years. New to science. 
a 20-something foot animal that we, we didn't really know was there. An entirely new species of whale discovered in Alaska, 24 feet long. If you can have a 20-something foot animal just show up that you didn't know was there, that's pretty amazing. There could be all kinds of creatures living in the deep ocean that, you know, how would you ever see them? If they die and sink, you'd, you'd never know they were out there. And in the past, even bigger mysterious carcasses have washed up in the Gulf of Alaska. In 1956, near Yakutat, a massive 100-foot-long carcass was found. Scientists who studied it were mystified. And in 1930, on an island near Valdez, a huge, mysterious skeleton was found in the ice, nearly 30 feet long with flippers. Both of these historic finds have similarities to the creature caught on the sonar image in the archives of the Kodiak Daily Mirror. And we've sent this image to Lance Hightower to see what he makes of it. Well, on first appearance, it's fascinating because just on looking at it immediately, it obviously looks like a prehistoric dinosaur and it's resting on the bottom of the seabed. Now, what we see is elongated, uh, what gives the appearance of a neck with a head. The neck appears to be at least two thirds of the body length. We have a tail that is roughly about half the size of the entire body length. And then we have on the ventral aspect or the underside of this creature, some appendages which appear to be like fins. The elongated body, the neck, this could be a plesiosaur. This would be extraordinary. Plesiosaurs are a kind of aquatic dinosaur thought to have become extinct over 60 million years ago. And now, some remarkable new evidence has come to light that suggests that off the coast of Alaska, plesiosaurs are alive and well. Sea monster legends have been with us since time immemorial. But some legends have proven to be true, including that of the giant sea serpent. For hundreds and even thousands of years, there's been legends of sea serpents, horrific snake-like creatures, terrifying sailors. But now we understand they're most likely talking about the oarfish, this huge snake-like creature in the water that grows to over 30 feet in length. This tells us that legends are oftentimes based in reality. Around the Gulf of Alaska, sea monster legends are a part of everyday life. On its east coast, across from Kodiak, lies the small community of Haines. Here, Sonny Williams is a third-generation fisherman and his story takes the search for an Alaskan sea monster to a whole new level. I spent 50 years of my life on the water. Just more or less lived on the water. Having spent so much time at sea, Sonny ventures to places others dare not go. And one morning in the early 2000s, he found himself over 100 miles down the coast. The place is called Salisbury Sound, and I was right there, water flows out of there like you turned on the faucet or something. It's definitely very dangerous there. It was in Salisbury Sound that Sonny saw something on his sonar unlike anything he'd ever seen before. First I saw a whole bunch of salmon 
And the next thing I saw was like a really big head that was swimming along, snapping up all the salmon. And it was amazing. I turned around and went back and looked at it again, and it was still there. It was about 40 fathoms down. And I went over the second time, and I saw the whole thing. Even though Sonny was viewing the animal on his sonar, just like in the sonar image from Kodiak, the outline was perfectly clear, and he's still able to visualize the monstrous creature. It had fins, and it just had a really long neck and a really long tail. It was some type of dinosaur. Just like the dinosaur from the picture books, exactly. I was just like, wow, that's... It's alive all this time. It's been out there. Even for a dinosaur, this animal was big. At the time, I was on a 40-foot boat, and it was twice as long as my boat. What Sonny saw sounds very similar to the Kodiak sea monster. It could be evidence that a dinosaur-like creature inhabits a wide stretch of the Alaskan coastline. And now, further evidence has come to light from a small group of tourists who were on a sightseeing cruise. They stopped at a glacier just to the east of Sunny's sighting. Here, they witnessed large chunks of ice collapse into the sea. Shortly after this, what appears in the tourist video is a series of what look like humps emerging from the water, three in front, followed by four behind. It's as if some mysterious beast was woken from the depths. The tourists watching were convinced this was one creature, with its vast body hidden beneath the surface. But an even more extraordinary video comes from fishermen from Nushagak Bay in the southwest of the Triangle, just 125 miles to the west of Kodiak. It appears to show a huge serpent-like sea creature swimming just offshore. This creature looks too big even for an oarfish. In fact, the humps resemble the head, body, and tail of a giant dinosaur-like creature. Whatever it was had those watching totally mystified. And these were men who know the sea and the creatures within it better than anyone. What the heck is that? These multiple sightings could mean a living population of prehistoric sea monsters. Lance Hightower, for one, seems convinced. So the question arises, is it possible that one creature is being seen by numerous people, or do we have a population of these plesiosaurs breeding? And my feeling and belief is that when you see one, there's others around. That is what makes this story very fascinating. But it's around Kodiak Island that there have been the most sightings. And it's here that local newspaper publisher Kevin Bumgarner is going in search of the legendary Kodiak dinosaur. I want to know what's going on. He's chartered a boat with its own sonar to scour the depths for the monstrous beast. You know, it's like, what's the sea going to allow us to see today? Um, you know, what happens if we do see something that's kind of out of the norm? Kevin has decided to journey to where he thinks he'll have the best chance of a sighting. 
He's heading for Narrow Cape, the location on the east of the island where surfer Ryan Murdoch and his friends had their sighting of a monstrous sea creature. But the first stop is the harbor. To conduct this search properly, Kevin intends to go out to sea. He's arranged to meet local boat captain, Jeff Sanford. Are you ready for this? How you doing? I am doing well, how are you? Go out there and see what we can find. All right, let's do it. Jeff has spent his whole life fishing, and he's been taking people out on these waters for nearly 20 years. Kodiak has a general proximity to extremely deep water. I want to say less than 100 miles off the coast. It goes down into several thousand feet of water. Combine that with several hundred square miles of productive shallow water reefs. It's kind of a breeding ground for some kind of sea creature to be. Lots to eat, lots to do. All the marine life in these waters means the chances of unknown species are high. I'd say on a weekly basis, we pull up something out, charter fishing. I have no idea what it is. I have to take a picture and send it into the office. I don't even know. It's a totally different perspective out on the water. Did you want to try to get to Narrow Cape? Yeah. For Jeff and Kevin to see something on the surface is a long shot. Their best bet is picking something up on the boat's sonar. You know, what we really want to be able to do today is through scanning and sonar, see if there is anything out there. Yeah, we hope to be able to, you know, see what lies underneath. We've got the latest and greatest bottom sounding equipment. Quite sensitive piece of machinery. It sends a signal down that bounces off of whatever's down below us and sends it back up. This thing uh, paints a pretty picture for us. I've seen some things on here that made me wonder, what is that? Here, the deep sea is unexplored, and these are dangerous waters. See the Coast Guard maneuvering over that boat? Yes. Doing a little rescue job there. They're relying on the sonar. But as they approach Narrow Cape, Jeff sees something straight ahead in the water. You got something? Yeah, I just spotted something over here. Dead ahead, 100, 150 yards. You see that? I don't, but... Yeah, keep watching. I seen something pop up and hasn't come back up. The animal has dived and hasn't resurfaced, but there's still the hope that the sonar will pick it up. Anywhere in this area right here. And there it is, something huge on the sonar. The shape is ill-defined, but this is a solid mass in the water. I have no idea what that is. Like, what am I running over that's solid and vertical? Right. I don't know. And does that vertical nature say, you know, long and skinny? What does that... I mean, is this something swimming straight up and down? Uh, I don't know. It's not bait fish. I know that. 
And how far down to, would it look to be based on that? Well, this says it's 30, 35 feet down, roughly. But it also is saying, you know, it's somewhere somewhere between 22 and 52 feet. It's 30 feet long. So 30 feet long and 30 feet of water. And we're 100 feet to the bottom. Right. 30 feet long. That's the length of the mystery skeleton that washed up at Valdez. It also happens to be the average length of a prehistoric plesiosaur. I don't know what it is. It doesn't look like anything you've ever seen. Just can't explain it. And then, before they can do another pass, the creature disappears. They don't manage to pick it up again. Eventually, the pair head back into harbor. I don't know. Remains a mystery for yet another day. It was a tantalizing glimpse of the unknown. Another experience that can be added to the body of evidence that there's something out there. And for Kevin, this is just the beginning of the search. There are things that did show up as we don't know what this is and the expanse of the ocean being what it is. I think that there is something out there that we have not yet discovered. There's lots of legends, and they're, they're, they're based in something, you know. There's some fact behind them, some observation that somebody made. You know, a lot of times you can explain them away, but, you know, sometimes you, you can't really figure it out. You know, there's, like, weird things happen. I do think Alaska would be the perfect place to harbor these sea monsters or sea creatures. It makes sense that a creature like this could easily call this home. I don't think we presently have a grasp on what all is out there. Um, I think we think we know, but we don't know for sure. The mysterious occurrences of the Alaska Triangle don't just happen on the ground and out at sea. Here, the phrase, there's something in the air, takes on a whole new meaning. The skies of the Alaska Triangle are a dangerous place to be. There is about 100 plane crashes in the Triangle every year. Something mysterious is clearly happening there. With so few roads, air transport is paramount for travel and supplies. Here, the bush pilot has almost legendary status. One reason is that crashing isn't the only danger. Since 1962, Alaska has had more than 9,000 plane crashes. 9,000. And of course, some of those are due to weather and terrain, but there's much more to it than that. You know, planes that just disappear into thin air with no distress signals and no wreckage whatsoever. This is what makes the Alaska Triangle just so mystifying. In the Alaska Triangle, it's not just people disappearing. In the skies, planes suddenly vanish, and no one knows why. In fact, planes have been disappearing in the Alaska Triangle since the early days of flight, and mysterious forces have overcome even the most experienced pilots. One of the great aviation pioneers was Wiley Post. Now, journalist and researcher Andrew Goff has been looking into Wiley's early attempt at taking on the forces of the Alaska Triangle. 
1931, he circumnavigated the globe in eight days, destroying the previous world record. Two years later, he becomes the first person to fly solo around the world. This is a guy who experimented with high-altitude flying and discovered the jet stream. I mean, his credentials are totally pristine. So why would he, of all people, have trouble navigating in the Alaska Triangle? Is it because this is where the paranormal comes alive? In August 1935, Wiley Post was on a flying trip around Alaska with his friend, the equally famous performer and comedian Will Rogers. They headed off from Fairbanks and headed to Point Barrel on the northern tip of the Alaska Triangle. This 500-mile journey should have been pretty straightforward for an experienced pilot like Wiley Post. But just miles from their destination, they became strangely disorientated and lost their way. Bizarrely, their engine experienced sudden, catastrophic failure. The plane took a nosedive into a lagoon, shearing off its right wing. Both men were dead instantly. Dan Hampton is a retired lieutenant colonel from the United States Air Force and former combat pilot. He's been looking into the mystery of why air tragedies such as Wiley's are commonplace in the Alaska Triangle. One thing that leaps immediately to mind is electromagnetic interference. This is up near the pole. Things get screwy up there anyway. I've flown up there. I've had my magnetic-based backup instruments go crazy. If you're trying to navigate off of a magnetic compass, who knows where you're going to end up? But Wiley Post was experienced enough to cope with the wayward compass and electromagnetic interference wouldn't account for the sudden engine failure. It does seem that there were other forces at work. What's behind this? It's one of Alaska's greatest aviation mysteries. The death of these two men hit the headlines nationwide. But bigger mysteries were to come, including planes more than twice the size of Wiley's completely disappearing. Steve Levi is an author and historian from Anchorage who's been researching the story of how in 1943, a newly built Douglas C-48, with a wingspan of nearly 100 feet, simply vanished midair. When you start talking about missing planes in Alaska, a lot of people think we're talking about bush planes. This particular plane, you can see if something like this goes down, they had to have been able to spot it. If it went down in a lake, if it went down in the forest, there's still a large enough plane that it had to have been found, but it never was. In June 1943, a C-48 set off on the first leg of its journey from Fairbanks to Whitehorse in the Yukon. They left about 5.30 in the morning. They're going all the way to Whitehorse. And it's easy to get from here to Whitehorse because there's a roadway there and they were gonna be following the road. The good visibility meant there was no problem following the roads, and the airplane had more than nine hours of fuel on board. For over an hour, they called in their position reports as required. And then, nothing. The plane simply vanished, never to be seen again. There wasn't even a distress call. 
What's really curious is that other aircraft were flying the same route as the C-48 on the very same day. They reported nothing unusual. They searched for four weeks. We're talking about 500 man hours looking for the plane. And the plane had to have gone down near the roadway. No wreckage or debris from the C-48 was ever found, which is very unusual. You'd expect from an aircraft that size there to be some tiny trace of it somewhere, but there was nothing. It's a complete mystery. We have no clue at all what happened to it. In 1950, another Douglas plane, this time even bigger and with 44 people on board, disappeared without a trace in a similar part of the Alaska Triangle. As with the C-48, it had the military completely baffled. It's as if these planes had been taken by some mysterious force. What if there was something otherworldly involved? Some sort of evil force from within the Alaska Triangle? The Bermuda Triangle is famous worldwide. But more than twice as many airplanes have disappeared without a trace in the Alaska Triangle. Well, clearly something very odd is going on. Surely there is some kind of paranormal phenomenon that's making these aircraft disappear. One disturbing theory is that these planes are being taken by UFOs. The Alaska Triangle is a hotbed of UFO activity, and there's good evidence that these UFOs do have an interest in airplanes. In 1950, a U.S. Navy pilot reported encountering a UFO in the skies over Kodiak. It was tracked on radar, and the Navy chiefs issued a top-secret report to the highest levels of government. A few months later, a lieutenant colonel in the United States Air Force filed a report of three UFOs hovering over Elmendorf Air Base in Anchorage. Then, in 1986, in the middle of the Alaska Triangle, the crew of a Japanese Airlines flight watched in horror as two UFOs taunted their plane before a huge mothership came into view. If UFOs are abducting whole planes, perhaps to investigate new human technology, then that would explain many of the unsolved cases of missing planes in Alaska. But the most famous instance of a disappearing aircraft in the Alaska Triangle involved an unremarkable bush plane. In 1972, a Cessna carrying leading politician Hale Boggs seemed to vanish into thin air. Hale Boggs was the House Majority Leader and a member of the infamous Warren Commission that looked into the assassination of JFK in November 1963. Boggs set out on a journey across southern Alaska with Congressman Nick Begich. On October 16, 1972, flown by a very experienced pilot. They took off from Anchorage and they were on their way to Juneau and they never arrived. The weather was good. There was no reason that they should have gone down. The plane just simply disappeared. And we're talking about just poof and gone. The United States Coast Guard, the Alaska State Troopers, and even the Air National Guard all took part in the search, but they found nothing. Despite it being a well-traveled air route and over an area of land that had a lot of ground activity. There was no wreckage found. There was no record of them landing. There was no crash site, nothing. They were just gone. 
they just disappeared. Indeed, no wreckage has ever been found all these years later, rendering the whole case strangely mysterious and, and very sinister. How can it be that these planes just disappear? Maybe it's related to paranormal phenomenon that we don't yet understand. Maybe it's related to the UFO activity. It doesn't make any sense at all. Andrew Goff thinks the answer may have less to do with UFOs and more to do with other dimensions. It's long been suspected that there are portals or wormholes in the Alaska Triangle that draw unsuspecting aircraft into their path. Could this be the answer as to why, in so many instances, no wreckage has ever been found? Is it because the planes have been taken into another dimension and remain there, trapped? It's a mystery, completely unexplained why these aircraft are disappearing in the Alaska Triangle. Why or how this is taking place, we don't know, but it is a fact that it's happening. All these airplane disappearances echo the disappearances of people on the ground. The mysteries of Alaska seem to know no bounds. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.